I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Yeah, g'day. Welcome back to the Supercoach Summer Series, brought to you by the Weekly Rubdown and the Rugby League Guru, a sensational collab, a decent Supercoach docking for your listening pleasure. Bit of a three-way docking, actually. Not oh, sure how that's going to work. A bit of turbo docking today. Well, I was going to say, if there's anyone that can help us out in that department, it's the man that knows all the docking moves. It's Wooker the Weasel. What's going Wooker on? Wooker the mate? tripod. Here he is. Oh, mate. How good. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm excited, mate. I had a listen to how you boys went last week, and um, look, I think I can I can make that little tripod work. Oh, nice high bar, high bar, Guru. What's going on? Not so much, mate. Uh, enjoying the off season. Have you have you mentioned to Wooker that this one is a short and sharper? No, oh. and it wouldn't matter if I did anyway. He's going <laughs> to dribble on and meander on and mispronounce don't, words. Don't, don't. I'll, I'll be cutting myself off. Don't. Worry. That's why we love him. Yep. It's it's endearing. It's endearing. All right, boys, look. Crack them if you've got them. I need to wet the fucking lips. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Shout out to Gage Roads Brewery. Yeah, 100%. My God. It's so good. I'll tell you a quick little yarn, boys. I had a a Christmas party this afternoon for work, and um, I'm a teacher, so, so there's not many blokes there. So I'm there with, with the three other guys that work there, and the uh, one of the ladies walked in, and she goes, oh, I got you guys a case of beer, and it was in like a like a hash sort of sack sort of thing, so we couldn't see it, and she yeah, took right. it off, and she goes, oh, look, it's Corona, and I was just like, oh. oh, oh yeah, oh, it's a good God. Like 2019. That's grim. Jesus. The, Jesus. The, the, just... Bitch, shut your mouth. Give me those beers. The cold and stuff. I'm with you. I'm on your level. Thank you, lady. (laughs) Oh, God. All right, guys. So, look, if you're new to the Terry Hill tongue twister, that is the Superhero Summer Series, we have three categories that we dive into. Loaded gun. We're talking about the elite guys. That's usually your top 10, 15 guys. Last week, we talked about Latrell Mitchell. Then we go on to the wild card. Um, this is your draft gamble, a guy with some question marks around his supercoach output for 2022. Last time we did Matty Burton. And then our third category is bang for your buck. So this is your value play, someone that we see slipping in your draft that presents some really sexy value. Um, boys, are we ready to dive in? Let's get stuck Let's in. 
Sweet. I've got the seven on my back this week, so I'll I'll kick it off and then I'll flick it over to you, Guru. You can make some tough hit-ups and then Wooker, you can finish it off in the corner for some points. Right First on. up, loaded gun, James Tedesco. So James Tedesco, 2021 average, 87. Now, if you take away those two outlier scores of 18 and 17, we'll be kind to Teddy. That's not like him and it's not going to happen very often. One of those was injury affected anyway. You're going to put him back up to that 95 average that he had in 2020. So mm. let's look at that as a 95 average. We'll be kind. Um, and this isn't a side that was devastated with injuries. I mean, it was it was unheard of the amount of injuries that the the Roosters had. And in then for that team, as well. crazy, crazy. And then for that team to go on and perform how they did, especially in the back half of the season. I mean, it all points upwards for the Roosters in 2022. I'm huge on the Roosters as a rugby league side. I'm going to have them in a lot of top four bets. I'm even going to have a future on them winning the premiership. And I'm especially big on some of these Roosters guns for super coach. Um, Guru, talk to me. Obviously, you know, it's hard to put Teddy over Nathan Cleary and Tom Travojevic in your drafts, but it, he cemented himself as, a, as the third pick there. Yeah, and I, I think he, I don't think he can go in the top two, uh, but I, I honestly, I don't think you can possibly pick him below four. If you want to take Pappy before him, I can understand the argument, but uh, Teddy has to be three or four. I don't think he can be taken anywhere else. Having a look at some of his numbers, seven games, uh, he scored over 100. So in a captain's league, unless you're playing Tommy Turbo and you know if you've got a decent team around him, that just about guarantees you seven wins alone having James Tedesco for me. Four times he went under 50, just four times during the season. Now, those four games, two of them were against the Melbourne Storm. One of them were against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. So the sort of competition that it was last year, I really like that stat. So it means that, you know, outside of playing the top-tier defensive sides, uh, he only went under 50 once, essentially. And as you guys said, you know, there's so many injuries in that side, so much happening. I think he really added a lot to his game this year as well, jumping into first receiver. It was a new James Tedesco. I've heard the argument that all these guys return, it could take points off Teddy. For me, the only guy that returns into this side that could have a real impact on him is Luke Keary. The best thing for me about Luke Keary is that he is a catch-and-release footballer. He knows where the ball needs to be. He's got a, a great pass on him. That's the best thing about Keary for me, that he releases the ball. And I think sometimes that's overlooked with a guy like him, but I just think their centers are going to get so many more opportunities. And, Teddy, he's going to be sweeping up on the back of those all the time. So I absolutely love the look of him heading into season 2022. I think he bumps up that average. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets to 90, 95. I honestly wouldn't be shocked if he heads towards the 100 mark, which is incredibly impressive considering he doesn't goal kick. I know that Tommy Travojevic doesn't either, but he is the exception, not the example. Mm. I have a look at his run home, and I, I think the thing with Teddy, you need to find out if your grand final is round 25 or round 24 because his last five weeks, he plays Brisbane, North Queensland, the Tigers... Then he plays Melbourne and the Rabbitohs. Now, if your grand final is in round 25, that means you're going to have Teddy against the Storm and the Rabbitohs in the last two weeks, which I'm not overly That's keen on. Tough. Yeah. If it's round 24, granted, you have to play the Melbourne Storm in the grand final, which is a shit fight. But, mate, the weeks leading up to that, Brisbane, Cowboys, Tigers, I mean, it doesn't mate, get much better than that, realistically. Captain each week, you're yeah, in the grand yeah. final. And, I mean, yeah. if there's one bloke that's, you know, matchup doesn't matter, it's it's Teddy. It, blokes like that, 
they rise to the occasion. And when they play some of these really heavy defensive sides, sometimes they put some of their best performances on the park when they play those really hard teams. Yeah. I, I just, I love those last five weeks. If your grand final is in round 24, uh, I think Teddy has to be third. But if he comes in round 25 and you have to take the Melbourne Storm and the South Sydney Rabbitohs, that changes things for me a little bit. Yeah, it does a little bit. But like you said, you know, you're looking at an average that's 95 to 100. Walker, with these seven games over 100, four games over 130, for me, I feel like there's growth in that. And it's crazy to say that. Like, you're talking about a guy that's averaging nearly 90 and you're talking about growth coming up. But and it's sort of to what you were saying as well, Guru, with the with the structure that's going to come to this Rooster side, I think it suits Teddy more. Like, I know that when there's broken play and he's trying to do everything himself, he might string together four or five tackle breaks, but his runs don't go anywhere. He just circles about, does a couple of donuts, bombs off a couple of flip blokes, and then takes the tackle. But when there's direction in the side, when Kiri's running the side, when Sam Walker's got a bit of direction and he's running as well you get teddy running on and hitting the ball at pace hitting gaps backing up chasing kicks and that's what we want out out of tedesco don't we walk yeah exactly and look i think um sam walker just the way he plays and because he was he was the main half in the team last season it, it didn't really spell that good a fortune for for teddy and you could see that through the season that his scores were a bit stunted and for a guy that in effect, averaged 95 for a, se- for a season that wasn't the best and didn't have the output that you, you, like you'd expect on the field. Well, that's the crazy I, it's thing. It's fucking amazing. You look back and you go, you think, before you look at the stats, before you look at the averages, you go, geez, he had a down year, Teddy, didn't he? So, yeah. Yeah. and that's just mind-blowing to think that that's a down year. That's what he put up in a in a side that look. Let's just look at the Roosters' injury toll for 2021. Jake Friend, Boyd Corner, B Moz, Lindsay Collins, Luke Keary, Joseph Sawali, Matic Valu, Sam Walker, Vic Radley, TKO had issues with his knee. J Moz had issues with his hammy and Billy Smith. I mean, you put those players in any fucking team, you've got a premiership winning team. And Verrills was out for a while as well. And look, yeah, yeah, they one. had they had the whole like they had like almost no hookers at all. They, they're now flush with a few options at hooker. And like with a full season with Bradley at the back as well, with, I mean, Bradley um, through the middle. I mean, all the signs are looking like, it's like a perfect storm for the, um, for the Roosters. And I think, yeah, all signs are pointing to good things for Teddy. Like it's, he's, he has some good link up play with, um, with Kiri. And like, like you mentioned, Guru, the one thing that we all love about Kiri as a half um, in Supercoach is he does release the ball. He just doesn't take the line on all the time. Um, and, yeah, he's he's got a really, really good pass on him as well. I'll tell you what else I love about Teddy is that Connor Watson has joined up there. I just think in the last 30 minutes, yeah. he could create he's quite, he's one of the. Would, would you say that he might turn out to be the buyer of the season? Quite possibly. Yeah, I think he's a sleeper for buyer of the season yeah. because, mate, what he, what he can do, on a, on a given day, and he just got this massive unlock potential, I reckon. Yeah, I, I said the other day on my page that I wouldn't be surprised if he's an, an Origin 14 soon, and a lot of people pushed mm. back, saying Pappy and Jack White and a heap of other guys, Matty Burton as well, but to be able to cover the hooker position, 5'8", fullback, your entire mm. spine, and, 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 and you don't even have to give him a position. You can just put him out there. You know defensively he's solid. I... I love this Connor Watson signing, and I wouldn't be surprised to see Teddy score three or four tries during this season of just 
Connor Watson just looking up and just his ruck recognition clicking in and just going and then just drawing past to Teddy. Oh, I really like that signing that, uh, that helps Teddy as well. Aren't the Knights just kicking themselves after Pierce leaving now? They're just like... Serious carry. Absolute six and sevens. No, oh, mate, I want nothing to do with any Knights players. Yep. Just mate, putting it out there. They're, they're, they're one of the shoemans, I reckon, for bottom, um, bottom two. No Maybe. good, mate. No good. Yeah. But I tell you what, the the first four picks in your draft, that's that's what everyone's going to be crossing their fingers, toes, testicles to get because it's so set. Yeah. Teddy's, Turbo, Teddy's every Cleary, chance to be high scorer. Teddy's He's every chance happy. to be high scorer. Oh, 100%. I mean, we, we keep saying it. We're looking back going, what a down year. So that 95 with, what, 10, 15 points growth? Fuck. Mm. Yes, please. Yes, please. Can can either of you see a world where you take James Tedesco before Nathan Cleary? You can't do that. And you can take the risk if you're a believer. Like mm. we're, we're all about five with the with your picks and stuff. But you know, what? I mean, it's such a it's it, halfback is such a position lacking in depth. It, you cover that, and play. you can and you can go back and get a decent quality um, fullback on the way around. These type of players, Guru get me harder than oak trees i love it like that's a great play and oh look mm. i wouldn't scoff at it like like Wooker said if you're a believer if you think that you know teddy's gonna go out there and average 115 and the thing with teddy is usually his coefficients of variance is like really low like 28 percent, 30 percent. so he's mm. very consistent he's a consistent high scorer because he has such a high base and tackle breaks are through the roof so mate fuck if you're a believer do it but you know you've got to weigh up. You know, like Wook said, the the shallow positions, and obviously you've got a half back and a goal kicker in, in Nathan Cleary. So mm. decision, it's a decision if you'll pick two for sure. What five five out of the top fifteen, maybe even six uh, fullbacks. So against it, yeah, fair you don't grab one yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, one hundred. And there's only, there's only there's only really going to be one in the top. One halfback in the top ten, mate. Roosters dollar eighty to make the the top four. That's that's a license to print money that, right there. That's 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 easy money right there. Yep, six dollars fifty to win the premiership. Right. Uh, are, are they really a dollar eighty to make the top four? Are they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm just, I'm just I'm getting on the sports bet now. Yeah, I fuck. I'll be in, I'll be in contact with the bank manager tomorrow. I think. <laughs> Wow, that's Let's load up, baby. Mate, I've, I've still got some winnings from a couple weeks ago that are burning a hole in the pocket, so let's, oh, let's get this done. Yeah, whack it on there. Mm. All right, so we're pretty much all in agreement that Teddy's an absolute weapon and he's going to go yeah. better next year. Yep, yep. Next up, we've got the wild card, Adam Reynolds. Oh, Ooh, yeah. I actually just heard Booker's erection. Like, it was audible. Mate, like it, I, I heard your heart on. have to admit... But the day that he signed, my God, I that that was the best day of the year. Because like I heard the rumblings of it for a few weeks beforehand and I thought, no, like we're, we're gonna have to go for it. And they're just trying to that he's gonna stay at South Sydney as if they get rid of as if they get rid of him, they'll find a way to keep him. Like, All right, well, look, <sighs> I've got a lot of negatives to say, so it sounds like you've got some positive things to yeah, say yeah, about, you, you, about, you, about Guys, so you yeah. go first. We'll go okay. kick it off All with right. some positives, and then I'll shoot you fucking down. Okay. Um, so in the last eight years, never averaged below fifty-two. So he's he's only averaged below fifty-five twice. Um, you look you look back at the last last two years. So average fifty-eight last season, fifty-nine the season before. 
I think when you when you take into account the type of team that he's going into, they're going to need a bit of um, bit of a spark and attack as well. I think it gives him a bit more of a license to roam. He's going to have obviously the strong kicking game. I think there is going to be some regression in goal kicking, obviously, because he's not going to Broncos are not going to be um, allowing him to kick kick goals as often. But look, his his average was uh, 59.4. His base very very low. Um, but I'll let you, you touch base on that. Yeah, goal, I will be. goal kick goal kicks at 80. <laughs> percent So he's he's sweet. And look. I just think that there's, there's enough attacking weapons and, a tar- and enough um, targets for him that um, I think, yeah, triasis I think is an area that he there's, there's actual room for growth, and I think there's a there's a bit more growth in some of his running game. His running game is so underrated. Um, I think he underrates himself. Like his running game is amazing, um, and he's been pretty solid as well. So in the last last five seasons, he hasn't. He's averaged about twenty one games a season. So, I mean, that's pretty good for a guy who's um, who's who's not the biggest on the field and um, held together by scotch tape as well. No, exactly. Look, it, it, I was I was a bit surprised when I did did a bit of research on that, and I was expecting him to oh every every second season he'll be playing 16 games or whatever but no no it's 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 it, been right up there. it is one of the weird ones isn't it everyone's got an understanding that he's injury prone uh, I've fallen into like it myself but then you look at his numbers and he's he, he plays just about 20 plus games every season oh, I think it's just yeah. that he's got injured in crucial moments a few times over the last five or six years that I think we sort of get that impression on Reynolds uh, and, the, and the teams are so reliant on him as well yeah yeah yeah. alright Guru you're up, mate. Walker, tuck it into your belt. Settle down. Oh, I'm going to put myself on mute here. Uh, for, for me, I'm. I mean, I, I love that he's our wild card guy because this could go a few different ways for me. Uh, you know, you, you, you've got to imagine going to the Brisbane Broncos. They're going to score less points than South Sydney. He's going to goal kick less. I would say that going to Brisbane, you know, in a vortex probably costs him eight points a game. Do do, do we think that's fair that he loses eight points worth of goal kicking each game? Well, you, maybe yeah, well, mate, he was scoring 20 points in goals at the Bunnies yeah. in I'd 2021. Say, I'd yeah, say he no. scores about 10. So it's a down tick of about 10 points. 10 points, okay. Let, let, let's go eight. Let's be conservative. Okay, yeah. Let's go eight. So what does that bring his average? That brings down average down to like 50. For me, yep. the way that Adam Reynolds plays, and unfortunately it's not the way that Supercoach rewards things, but the way that I would reward a try assist if it was up to me, Reynolds should be averaging about 80 or 90 points for me in Supercoach, mm. what he did at South Sydney the last few years. But the reality is that that's not how Supercoach rewards their try assists. I mean, every single try assist that Cody Walker got last year, I really do think Reynolds deserves as much, if not more, mm. sometimes. The way that he's able to manipulate three and four guys. But once again, that's not how Supercoach works. So there is the argument that, you know, what he's going to Brisbane, they're going to need him to do a little bit more than essentially just fall into a training drill and create a half opportunity for Cody Walker. So there is the argument there that there could be more upside. But, I mean, if he adds another try assist every game, I mean, sweet. He's lost a bit on goal kicking. I just, I can't see this guy averaging above 60, realistically. I think he will stay around the 55 to 58 mark. We don't know who his 5'8's going to be yet. I love the two guys that it potentially could be, but there's just there's so much mystery around Adam Reynolds heading into next season. The thing that gives me a little bit of confidence is that he will have a strike weapon like Tony Staggs, but 
Once again, I don't think Adam Reynolds is the sort of guy to get the ball and cut out a second rower and his fullback to hit the Tony Staggs and get a heap of super coach points there. So I think it will tend to go through Tessie New or Tyson Gamble or Albert Kelly is the only worry for me. Um, I, I like their run home. Their last five games, they've got the Roosters. But then they've got the Knights, Storm, Eels, Dragons. So I don't mind the Eels, Dragons run home. The Roosters and the Storm isn't great, but you've got the Newcastle game there. If your grand final's in round 25 and you're going to win week one, and you don't have to face the Storm. You've got the Knights, the Eels, and the Dragons. I don't mind that run for him as far as goal-kicking goes. Um, But, yeah, I I don't think he's a guy that I could go for personally, and I think people go a little bit over on Anna Reynolds this year, realistically. Yeah, look, that 59, he ain't beaten that in 2022. I'll just tell you that right now. You're coming from a team in the Bunnies that were the best super coach scoring side in the comp that's better than Panthers that's better than Storm and he's also putting 20 points on a game just in goal kicks and still only averages a 59 mm. I mean it's only regression for Adam Adam Reynolds going to the Broncos I mean I'm happy to say that he's a 50 to 55 um, average halfback um, but you, you can't draft him at that 59. And look, he's probably stays around that round five, round six that he always has been because um, there's always a risk with picking up with injuries. Obviously, there's some question marks about how his role is going to develop in this Broncos side. Is he going to be able to use those weapons like you were talking about, Walker and Guru? I don't know. I'm going to let someone else take him. I just think that 59... If he doesn't, if he doesn't beat that fifty nine in the year that the bunnies had last year, he never will. I would argue as well, like value wise, if you if you were to just like if we know come trials who is going to be the bulldog seven, whether it's going to be Avarillo or whether it's going to be Flanagan, whoever it is will goal kick in that team. You can get them in round 16, and I think Canterbury improved next year with the goal kicking. I would say either of those two guys averages 45 to 50. Now, in either in, in like in order to get Adam Reynolds, you're going to have to go round three, round four. It's, it's a lot for a little for me. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Well, put it this way. If Albert Kelly is playing six and he's dual for Supercoach, halfback 5'8", I'm taking Albert Kelly over yep. Adam Reynolds. Yeah, and you can get him five rounds later. Better, better, better for that, yeah. yeah. But if on, on the flip side, if it is Gamble... There is probably going to need to be a bit more attacking um, options coming out of A-Ray. So, look, I, I probably – I won't be going and lose him a, a lid over getting him in the team. But, yeah, he's definitely an option 50, 55 to 65. I can't – he's he doesn't have that massive um, upside in him. And that's that's probably where you wouldn't want to spend anything over like Okay, a, well, a, a so you're obviously expect- got you- – yeah, you know, you're looking at him um, through rose-colored glasses here. Hmm. What what would you? Where would you take him? Where would where, where's the earliest you would take him in say ten man league? Uh, no, no earlier than pick six maybe. If I and I'd have to have lost the probably about five or six 
um, halfback options ahead of him. Yeah, okay. If we're talking like a 10 or 12-man league, I, I honestly reckon he probably goes before that because he's a halfback. Oh, no, no, he will. He will. Yeah, yeah, that's why. 100% I'm... will um, because there are going to be people that are believe- – like, I'm a I'm – a- I talk, I talk a big game with with how much I, I, I do like the option. I was very disappointed with how sensible you were then, to be honest with you. No, look, yeah. I, th- there are some players where I'll just go go hard on them, um, but I'll only have one go hard pick in my team, and it's never usually a, a, around five or six. It's usually a pick seven or eight. But, yeah, it's it, it's too much, too rich for my blood, to be fair, because people are going to be expecting that from him, I think, I think 65 to 70 is the absolute, absolute, absolute ceiling of where his average could ever go, um, just based on the type of player that he is. Um, but yeah, he's just going to eat. I think the inclusion of him is going to lift all of the Broncos around him, um, their averages. So I think guys like Pretty Ricky and all that, they're, they're going to go up slightly. Little inside balls and all that are going to going to come out thick and fast. Uh, like I'm... I'm excited for the um, for the value that we're going to get with a lot of the Broncos in the team. Like you guys mentioned, Katoni Staggs last week. He's he's highest on my list. The problem is everyone sees the potential in him. Yeah, yeah. So. It's on the same page with old Staggsy. Mm. All right, oh, no worries. Let's, that's, I'm, losing, that... I'm, lo- I'm losing. losing <laughs> oh, <laughs> mate, take a sip, have a breath, hydrate. Uh, we're all on the same page there. Probably, yeah. probably not. Probably not a target. You'd have to get him at some supreme value, sort of. I'm, I'm looking. At, I'm looking at him come late pick six, pick seven in a ten man league. So I'm talking like in the sixties, maybe pick sixties. Yeah. Um, that's where you probably anywhere north of there is is real value, which but... is normally where you'd be happy to, yeah, exactly. to take him in the last yeah. sort of three years. I I really think that nothing, if anything, is a little bit of regression there. But you know, I, there's definitely not going to be an increase in his average. But, but, but good, good God, there is there is some lesser names who might average five to ten points less that you can just get so but much nothing. later. I just yeah. I, oh yeah, 100%. You, you, you don't want to see a halfback rush and you be the end of a halfback rush and get Adam Reynolds for me. Here, well, here we go. Well, here's a good one for you. Oh. Toby Sexton versus Adam Reynolds. Who averages more? I, I I'd put a I'd put a shoey on on um, Reynolds. Done, done. Yeah. You're on. You're on, bitch. I'll put have it, you I'll put uh, have you seen Sexton's uh, scores in his few games last year? Whoop. Yeah. It's pretty yeah, he's, impressive. In his, what, two games? It's or very games or sexy, yeah. that's for sure. One Wook, write it down, timestamp it. Can you I gotta, ask you, gotta, you, you gotta this? Play, you're going to play a minimum of 15 games, otherwise you just you lose. Okay, minimum of 15 games, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's, who that's who, who would you go first, Adam Reynolds or Jamal Fogarty? Would I go first? Yeah. I'd probably go Fogarty, to be fair. Yeah. Even Fogarty like, doesn't have the goal kicking. He doesn't. He doesn't have the goal kicking. Surely he will at some point, though. Fuck me. Yeah, he has to. Yeah, he would yeah. think so. He would think so. You look at look at the squad. Who who is their noted goal kicker? Yeah. Croker, wouldn't it? Yeah, and then uh, I don't even know who's after that. Was I'm not even sure off the top but, of my but head. But let, let's let's be let's be abundantly clear here. I don't rate Croker as a as a centre option. Yeah. So how long does he last in the team? Yeah, well, I don't think long. I would be drafting Jamal Fogarty if he doesn't goal kick in the first five weeks. I'm pretty sure he will for the last 15 or so. That's sort of yeah. what I'd be basing that off. I think that's a, that's been, a very close matchup. I've been, been throwing, the, throwing the fishing pole out for um, for getting a bit of Fogarty, that's for sure. That's a bit of a coin flip, that matchup, to be honest. I think the potential that you're going to get from Fogarty is higher. 
and that's like it's all about high ceiling players, and you still get a decent average out of him. So yeah, yeah. Oh fuck, plenty of questions, plenty of questions. Mm. Um, it's sweet though. I'm gonna need Jerome Hughes in round two, so it won't won't worry <laughs> me. <laughs> all right, let's get into our third category. Bang for your buck, Ruben Cotter. Now, there's another hard on I just heard audibly. Oh, that might, it can't be Wooker. Almost knocked me out. Hit me in the chin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Old Rube. So, played six games for an average of 48. Three games over 50 minutes. So, we had 49 against the Dragons, 74 um, against the Tigers, 49 against the Eels. Um, average 57 over those three games. But what really fucking surprised me and got me hard was in that average of 57 his pure base was 57 so it's just all base baby all Mm. pure base average 35 tackles 14 runs in those three games i mean this is more of sort of like well we've got to know what happens in trials and i mean if anyone's got their their ear to the ground it's you guru so give us your sort of take on how this cowboys team how you think it's going to play out also how you think it should be played i've heard you say a few times that tom lola should be in the front row and obviously that puts ruben cotter in in and at lock obviously he's got a bit of ball playing uh, and we know your stance on ball playing locks i'm sure you'll tell us about it um but give us give us your stance on how this cow's um forward pack is going to line up round one not quite sure what you're talking about with the ball playing locks, but the Cowboys <laughs> next year, um, I've got no idea how they're going to line up because Todd Payton just seems to live in his own fucking world, hates winning games of football. But for me, I just I just cannot see this team being successful if Tao Malolo stays at 13. It is an outdated brand of rugby league. Uh, I said it for ages, and then they played one game against the Dragons last year where they played Cotter at 13, they played Tao Malolo um, in the front row, and they scored more points than they have since 2018, since Jonathan Thurston played. And, yeah, it was the Dragons, but fuck me. It's not like the Dragons are the worst team in the competition. There's a heap of worse teams than them. So I just I can't imagine the Cowboys not making this change. I think Cotter has to be the 13 moving forward, and I, I've got, he's, he's already right up there as one of my favorite players, but I think over the next few years he's going to skyrocket. I think he's got potential to be a real premier 13 in our game. And there was a game against the Tigers in round five that I was watching, and I always sort of liked Ruben Cotto, but I hadn't really seen a heap of him. And I sat down and watched this game, and he was just everywhere. That, that game, he made 16 runs for 160 meters, and he made 52 tackles. That was in 60 minutes. Yeah. Like, he has just got that much upside to him. It's not even funny. Um, I believe this year he's hooker slash 2RF, which I absolutely love for me. That's good. Oh, that's good. That adds another five points to his average for me, especially in a key position like hooker. If If you can get a true hooker and then get him as well and play him in the 2RFs, it's what I did last year with Andrew McCulloch and Victor Radley. It is just... You just have no nightmares about hooker. You don't have to worry about it for the rest of the year. No matter what happens, essentially, you're covered. Um, I, I look at their run home, and you know he, he's a lock forward, so it doesn't overly matter. But they've got the Dogs, the Roosters, the Warriors, the Rabbitohs, and Penrith. Now, outside of outside of the Dogs, probably, and the Warriors, I've got the other three as top top four teams, or top six teams at least. Chooks, Roosters, Penrith. Mate, can you imagine how much work he's going to do in those games? Oh, like, yeah. You're not going to see much of the ball. Oh, mate, if you need a safe captain in those weeks, like if you if you just need a 60 score, he, he's going to be a guy with serious potential there. I, I absolutely love this guy. You'll get good value on him. People will be scared off by the Tao Malolo thing, which they should be. 
and which we probably all should be as well because we don't know how it's going to play out. We don't know what Todd's going to do. But if Todd is interested in coaching in the NRL in 2023, <laughs> I think this is a move he has to make. Uh, it doesn't seem like he's interested last season. That's for sure. So, so you're thinking he's going to sort of – if he gets that 13 on his back, are you thinking he sort of averages around that 60 minutes? Mate, I, I think if, if he gets that 13 jersey, I think he will be – um, the the guy that we always thought Jazz Tavega should be, I think he'll yeah. be that sort of player. Right, that's big. That's nice. big. So much potential for what he could have done. Oh, he, and, and, yeah, and I, I think the other thing to consider with Ruben Cotter is that as much as as much as Toddy kept playing Tao Malolo in thirteen, he, he wasn't able to pick Ruben Cotter from round five to round twenty two. So maybe it did sort of hinder what his plans were. Maybe his plans have always been to move Cotter into that role, but the injury last year just held it back a little bit. I'm not sure, but. I just, I just think that they are such a better football team when he's on the field. It's not even funny. And we're talking about a bloke that you could probably pick on your bench, to be fair. Like, no one's looking at Reuben Cotter. I mean, I mean, they will be now after oh, listening to this great yeah. podcast and everyone's going to be all over his dick. But you will get him really late. And it, it'll be a late pick that if it all comes together, if it all clicks, if he gets the 13, you could be looking at someone that you picked up round 12, round 13, round 14, that could potentially average 60-65. Boys, this could be my new Matt Moylan. I'm declaring it. This could be my new Matt Moylan. The boys in my comp that are listening to this, they'll know that they've got no hope in hell of getting Reuben Cotter. I think I'll go early <laughs> on him. So, um, yeah, but this could be my new little man crush for the next few years. Love I love it. it. I love it. Good name um, too. Rolls off the tongue. I'm, does, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Walker, what's your thoughts on him? Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of what I'll say is probably probably vibing because, yeah, I've only seen him play. I haven't really focused too much on the Supercoach side of his, his game. But, look, gets through a lot of work, high base, just that fucking difficult position at, at hooker. Like, he's definitely one of the options that we, we have to explore now. So, yeah, I reckon, yeah, team him up with, with someone like yeah, Harry Grant and him in case Harry gets injured or something like that is, like, an absolute amazing option. Um, and, look, he's one of the guys, especially with um, uh, with this, the classic um, teams coming out now, he's, he's got to be one of your first in the team for classic, for sure. Frees up yeah, so much boss. cash. Frees yep. up so much cash. Mate, he, he, to me, he's like a Paddy Carrigan with ball playing skill mm. like he's that type of workhorse where he's just uh, he just tackles everything that fucking moves and he's just constantly putting his hand up for runs like he's the type of player you, you just want in your team that you love to play a little bit of yo because you know that he's going to get he's going to he is going to put his head where most blokes won't put their feet and he's always going to be doing the tough stuff. So, mm. look, it, there's a lot to like about him in real life. Passes the eye test, but also he's got so much potential if he gets this time at lock. And fingers crossed, uh, he does. I think the other little thing to consider with him too that if something does happen to the hooker Robson, I think Cotter becomes an 80-minute hooker all of a sudden. Oh, and then and yeah. then that's sexy. Yeah, because oh, he's going to make up. 60 tackles a game. Yeah, oh, there's there's movement here again. Yeah. <laughs> and especially and like you, you touched on jewel jewels are they're all sexy they're all mm. arousing but the hooker jewels are especially arousing for 2022 because there's just fuck all hookers 
what's our what's our rule for 2022 as far as dual position guys in key positions that are low, like halfback hooker? Does it add five points to an average? Does it add 10 five, points to an average? Five, where where do you sit at? Five, five to 10. Yeah. If, if it's hooker, add depends. 10. Yeah, I was about to say it depends which um, which jewel it is. Yeah, for the, for this, it's it, it, it adds ten for sure. I think so. Mm. Like you said, if you set your team up like you were saying, Guru, where you've got an actual hooker at nine, and then in your two RF you've got a hooker two RF. Now, not only does that give your team flexibility and covers you for injuries, and you can move blokes in and out, but also. There only has to be one more injury, one more big injury to another hooker, and then everyone is going to be scrambling for your extra hooker. Mm. You'll be able to sell your extra hooker for fucking premium. That's yeah, where you uh... want to be. That's what you want to be sitting pretty and just your WhatsApp just blowing <laughs> up with cunts just going, I'll give you I'll give you a three for one. I'll give you I need I need a hooker. I need a hooker. I'll give you whatever you want for him. That's the position you want to be in. And that's that's how you set yourself up in in your draft. And I heard you on one of your podcast guru talking about like you like to stack your team with four or five jewels. It's perfect. Jewels yeah. are gold. And I think what what you said about the hooker position as well, there's already not many hookers. And if any of those top seven get injured, I mean, you can almost bet your dick that not many of those teams are bringing in a new 80-minute guy. It's going to be another job share. So as much as I think Cod is valuable now, mate, by round 20, I think you'll be even more valuable. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, hooker is... Yeah, I'm not looking forward to... Unless unless I'm pick five, I'm not looking forward to, to... Scrambling or yeah. picking some some hook because it's gonna be it's gonna be hard. I mean, you look at the list of hookers, and it doesn't even wrap around Walker's old fella. Yeah, <laughs> not much doing. Minus, it's minuscule. It's tiny. You the, need a fucking telescope to read it. It's almost one of those positions that if you don't get one of the top six, I, I almost consider just A-ing. leaving it and aing it or just yeah, seeing what's it. on the end. Fuck yeah, bro. 100%. Yeah. I back that. I back that. Set your set your bench up um, so, you know, you're going to have at least a 45-50 averaging player at, your, at the worst on your bench. Just take the AE. Especially if set, you, yeah. Especially if you land. Set your team up uh, for the VC if you're yeah. playing captains as well. Yeah. Especially if you land a Turbo, a Cleary, a Teddy, or a Pappenhausen, and you know you've got that high upside captain. And you, I don't think you invest. You, you either leave halfback or hooker. I think you leave one of those two to the very end and see what happens. Yep, 100%. I mean, even when you're talking about blokes like that are in the top eight hookers, you know, Andrew McCulloch's in there. Um, you know, he's going to average 50. Um, Robson's in there. You're talking about Reed Marnie that probably won't play 80 in 2022. You know, Jaden yeah. Braley. Do we get the Jaden Braley of the first six rounds of 2021 or do we get the Jaden Braley of the last seven rounds of the season? Because if it's the last seven rounds of the season, he's probably the 10th overall hooker. But, but realistically on draft boards, he'll probably be the fifth or sixth that goes, I reckon. Yeah, exactly. But it's just, just it's there's only there's only two or three like out and out guns. Yeah. The rest are just throw together forty five to fifty average for maybe fifty five average hookers. It's scary. It's it's yeah, it's bad. It is really bad. Really I'm, scary. I'm, it's the one it's the one position that I'm scared about. Yep. Yep. And I I I love that play, Guru, where you just like, you know what, I'm not gonna stress about it. I'm gonna fucking because this is what, I have, what will happen. People will get 
too wrapped up in the hooker position. They'll see a few go. They'll see Brand will go, Cheese will go, uh, McInnes will go, Braley will go, Marnie will go, and they'll start freaking out, and they'll forget about the rest of their team, and they'll start making some bonehead decisions. And guys, you listen to this, don't do that. If that happens, just put hooker to the side. Make sure you fill your spots and your side that you need to. Get some really top high ceiling guys in there, some really good averaging blows. Build a nice solid team and then circle back to your hooker later. Just, just if, to give you an example of what I did last year, I went I went and got my two hookers. I got Radley and I got Andrew McCulloch. And I was happy with them, but I didn't pick a halfback. And I waited until waited until the first week of waivers. Actually, it wasn't even the first week. It was later into the season. I waited until Tom Dearden moved to the Cowboys and I grabbed him. Now, Tom Dearden's not a great player, but... Mate, for the back end of the season, I mean, he still averaged like 45 or so. He got a couple of 70s. He got an 80 in there. And it was absolute dog shit. I didn't spend a single draft pick on him on draft day. Whereas guys that went heavy on Adam Reynolds, yes, you got 20 points. But, I mean, you gave away a fifth-round pick, a fourth-round pick. Like, I just I just think people sometimes undervalue the gap between what they're getting and what they can potentially pick up if they just open their fucking eyes during the year. Time 100%. Yep, you got to keep your ear to the ground, and that's it. And don't, and especially if you've got one of those um, systems set up where it's last pick to last, pick to last, so your waiver wire set up. So once you pick, you go to last. Um, Don't waste your waiver wire on just anybody, waste your priority pick, like save it up free agents. Because I'm telling you, mid season around state of origin. There's going to be some absolute gold come out in the waiver, and you want that priority pick. And there's always, there's always people who get who get injured for a couple of weeks. Someone gets the shits and throws them out. Oh yeah, you rage just, rage just, trades. Rage, I love those rage guys. trade it out, and then you just waiver pick first waiver Thanks. priority. You're just like, yeah, Thanks come to Papa. And especially this year in the halfback position, I would say that South Sydney. They're going to change a heap of halves during the year. I would say the Cowboys, they change a heap of halves. I would say Brisbane, there's going to be opportunities there with a few guys. So there's plenty. Of, can, can you believe we started this talking about Ruben Cotter? I know. I know. It was like an age ago. So good. Is this so your good. fault, Luca? Mate, I didn't. You were, you were the one talking, not me. Pull her in, Nat. Okay. Pull her in. Yeah, that'll oh, do. That'll do. Know. Supercoach Summer Series, Episode 2, in the books, done and dusted. So I've got Loaded Gun, Teddy. We know he's an out-and-out gun. Pick three. If you've got big enough balls, take him pick two if you're a big believer. Wild card, Adam Reynolds. Stay away unless there's really high value in the later rounds. And then you bang for your buck, Ruben Cotter. If you get mail from the trials that he's got the 13, they're going to run him. He's going to get 60 minutes in the middle. You can bank 60 points. He could be the biggest value play of the 2022. What's the earliest? And you'll be hearing from me. Black book, write it down. Yes. All right, boys, good chat. Love it. Guru, always good. Wooker, subpar as usual. You need to be better, champ. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. Look, thanks for stopping by for a dribble and a rub. We'll catch us very soon on another episode of the Supercoach Summer Series. No root. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started.